1: It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.
2: <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream.
3: at and Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon Eastern, six to nine Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at youtube.com slash the Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Happy New Year. Gangs all together, once again, not realizing today is a national holiday. (laughs) I tricked the Danettes into coming in today. Sorry about that. But you guys were ready to come back, weren't you, Todd?
4: Absolutely, especially after the Saturday college football games. It would be a shame if we uh, we weren't here to talk about this today. An extra day
3: later would have been kind of weak. Okay. Everybody else okay? Marv, you're okay being here today? Yeah, I'm here. I'm ready. Okay, let's go Monday. Satan, you all right?
0: Yeah, yeah. It would have been okay. weird to take all right. today off. Paulie,
5: do you, What time do you guys wake up when you don't have work? Same time. Same, same time. Yeah, like six. Uh, yeah, yeah. Same, so, same time. So on a weekend with nothing to do, you don't sleep till like even seven thirty.
3: No, tried. Couldn't do it. Hmm. Couldn't do it. But what do you do at six o five a.m.? Get up, take the dog out, go get coffee. A uh, couple of times I drove over to the man cave just to walk in in the morning and uh, walked around, cleaned up some stuff, and uh, went how back a, home. Like muscle memory out of habit? Yes, yes, absolutely. Trying to keep the body clock sharp? Yep, absolutely. It, you, I was ready to do shows. You didn't do like a segment or two no, by yourself I didn't. in here. No, but I thought about it. I did. Uh but, no, we're ready to go. It's a new year. Everybody's excited.
0: I had a couple of uh, 10 o'clockers this time. Oh, wow. Yeah, bro. Slept in.
3: Yeah, yeah. Couldn't do it. Body clock. Even on Saturday and Sunday when we're not working, body so, clock. So you haven't figured out the uh, – so I have a hard time
0: on the weekends. Uh, and my, my body, I'm like, I'll naturally get up. I usually get up at 530, and I usually am awake around then. But then the I've developed the switch to just go right back to sleep. Mm, okay. That's
3: what uh, – that's the thing you got to figure out. Well, it's hour two on this program. Spent a lot of time coming. Why? Why a round of applause for hour two? I don't know. Hour two,
0: new oh, year. Oh, hour oh, two, oh. let's go. A lot of
3: people didn't think let's we'd go. make it. <laughs>
0: 2023. Here we are.
3: Todd, of course, is in uh, mid-season form as uh, most valuable, least valuable Danette, and he proved that in the first hour. Congratulations, Todd. Thank you very much. Proving that it wasn't a fluke that you were most valuable and least valuable. I had to explain that to my family. They're like, how could somebody be most valuable and least valuable? I said, do you listen to the show? And they go, no. I it's go, polarizing okay. type thing. <laughs> well, people know who you are, Todd, and we appreciate
4: that. And I appreciate uh, the support, whether it's most or least or somewhere in the okay, middle. Okay, all
3: life. right. It wasn't meant to have, you know, <laughs> another, just, speech. You need another speech. just move on. Seton, poll question number two. <laughs> Forgot how to, this works. Yeah, push that's the something. button.
0: Duh, you can't hear it? Uh,
3: let me update you. Hour one, Dan.
0: This was a very uh, time zone specific poll question. Right. So it really just applies to the East Coast. Right. If you're in the Eastern time zone on New Year's Eve, what were you doing at exactly midnight? Right now, 71% of the audience say they were watching o- uh, Ohio State, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people, by the way, saying, yeah, I was watching a ball drop wide left. Zing! Oh, Dang, okay. that's
3: messed up. Okay. Uh, 19% of the audience sleeping. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I think those are the honest people that they were sleeping. There are probably a lot more people who were sleeping. Mm. Like, at what age do you not go out and stay up past midnight? Is there an age where you go, ah, I can't do it anymore?
5: It's not worth it. Yeah, Paul? I think it's when you have young kids, maybe kids under six, where they don't know the concept of New Year's Eve. Mm. Once your kids hit about seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old, they also want to stay up till midnight,
3: and then you're forced to sit there with them as they get into it, I think. I remember we used to, I don't want to say lie, we deceived our kids into what time it was. So it would be 10 o'clock, but we would make it seem like it was midnight, and uh, so therefore we could go to bed at a reasonable hour. Yeah, they eventually caught on to that. Once they start being able to tell time, damn it, hey, it's it's like 10 o'clock. And I'm like, no, no, it's midnight. Time to... 10, 9. Yes, Paul. I was flipping the
5: channels at 11 o'clock and, and where the kids were. And uh, we found the San Juan Puerto Rico New Year's Eve festival. It's one hour later. And I put it on. I go, here it is, kids. And they're freaking out. They don't know what time it is. <laughs> Three, two.
3: We got football coming up tonight. The Bills are one and a half point favorites against the Bengals. That's interesting people love the Bengals over under according to DraftKings, 50 uh, over under passing yards Joe Burrow 286 and a half over under Josh Allen 260 and a half all right 877 3DP show email address TP at Danpatrick.com Twitter handle at DP show we will uh, talk to our good buddy Ross Tucker he'll be uh, joining us coming up a lot to recap. Uh, from the weekend. By the way, the last show that we had before the end of the year, J.J. Watt came on. And uh, we... yeah, you know, I, I kind of... I wasn't sure what I was going to talk about with him other than, you know, his wife and uh, he had a, a baby boy and he had the heart scare. And then I didn't think a bigger picture of was this going to be his last season? He's on a bad team. And then I wondered... Does he want to how long do you want to continue to play? But I didn't ask the question. But he did talk about the health scare. And, and and if you if you put it all together, so you just have a baby, have a health scare, you're on a bad team, and he's he's probably been through, you know, a lot more surgeries than normal for people. But the health scare was the big issue. He had not really addressed it. You know, he kind of, when somebody asked him about it, I don't think he went into great detail. As uh, we say in the business, he shook off the question. Not this time around. When I asked him, when did you know something was wrong with your heart?
6: When I stood up, I got kind of lightheaded, and I could feel like my heart, like my chest kind of beating differently. Like it was, it just felt like fluttering, and, and it felt like it wasn't beating properly. So I checked my own pulse, and my heart was definitely not beating in sync. You know, your heart is normally boom, 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 boom. I was kind of going more boom boom, 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 boom. And so it freaked me out. So I went in and asked the trainers, what, uh, could you guys just check me out? I think my heart's doing something weird. And when they listened to my heart, I saw the look on their face and I was like, all right, this clearly isn't good. So then they sent me to our team doctor. He checked my heart and same look on his face. So I was like, all right, this is really bad. And then he sent me to the cardiologist, who then he sent me to somebody else. And when the cardiologist sends you to somebody else, that's when you get a little freaked out. And uh, eventually we got it all figured out. But it it was definitely an extremely scary couple days.
3: So you put that in with having a baby, bad team, and, you know, I should have connected the dots. And then we found out J.J. Watt announced that this would be his last season. Is it his last season in the NFL, last season with the Cardinals? Could you see where he would end up maybe with the Green Bay Packers from Wisconsin? Could he play one year with them? Maybe. I don't know. But I think the health scare, being married, having a baby, and playing for a bad team, that's kind of a Molotov cocktail there. You put it all together in the blender and probably looked around and said, I'm a Hall of Famer, uh, three-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year, He's actually had a good season. He got 10 sacks. But I think he looked around and probably thought, and I don't know what he wants to do. I don't know if he wants to be in this business, but he could, he could get a job tomorrow if he wanted to. But putting it all together, uh, I think when he joined us, he knew that he was going to retire. Yeah, Paul.
5: I wonder how much having a good season helped his decision. Mm, yeah. I can go out as still good considered point. a good player again, a very good player. He's 15 games, started all the games, 10 and a half sacks, it's been four years since he was in the Pro Bowl, yeah. and I wonder if he said to himself, "I could, I could go up my held, head held high." I was a little myth though; I wasn't included. Like he told his brothers first, and mm. then me. I thought I thought mm. I was right in there with De- at least with Derek, you know. Yeah, yeah. Sorry
3: about that. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah. Well, I think you kind of making fun of his speech on hard knocks. I don't know. Maybe maybe it feels That's like how boys you're boys not talk. in the inner circle. That's how boys talk. You're, you're not also. in the inner circle. Hey. We're good ass dudes. DJ Paps. Yeah. Changing the name. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the Raiders will have a quick decision to make on Derek Carr. Mike Florio had some great information. So right now, Derek Carr is set to make twenty five million dollars. He made twenty five million dollars in twenty twenty two. No full guarantees beyond this season. He has 32, almost $33 million for a salary next season, which was guaranteed for injury at the time of the signing. Um, There's a $7.5 million salary in 2024, not guaranteed for injury. So basically the Raiders can walk away from Derek Carr. When he signed this deal, it was supposed to be a $41 million fully guaranteed deal. And then you peel away the layers and you go, no, it's not. It's basically a $25 million guaranteed deal. That's 2022. But if you're looking at, could the Raiders walk away? Absolutely. Yeah, Paul.
5: I have two quick quarterback questions for the
3: room, Dan. All you right. go
5: first. Okay. If you forget about the price, All right. which quarterback would you add to your team next year if they're both available?
3: Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo, or Derek Carr. Jimmy Garoppolo. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't add either, but I would probably do Jimmy Garoppolo. I, I think Jimmy Garoppolo knows what he can and can't do. I don't know if Derek Carr knows what he can't and can't do. I I, I think that he he makes he makes decisions where you go, you, you got Devontae Adams. So he had this season and Devontae Adams had an unbelievable year. Josh Jacobs had an unbelievable year. Joey Bosa said, best running back I faced all year. And then what is the issue? Well, I could say coaching, but I got to put this on Derek Carr as well. Yeah, see? When you sign Garoppolo, are you also signing a backup that day, too? When he gets hurt? You're going to need them for a few games. Mm-hmm. Okay. Zing. Yeah, right. I said it. Okay. Yeah, bloop. Well, you yeah. know what? Maybe I get Trey Lance, too. Since he might not be playing for San Francisco. Too Too soon.
5: soon. Okay, Paulie. All right, here's a second NFL quarterback question. All right. Would you be more comfortable spending $200 million on Lamar Jackson or $100 million on Daniel Jones? Which I believe is about the market for those two guys.
3: Okay, we talked about this in September. We talked about, let's talk best case scenario for the Giants. Although it could be worst case scenario. If you win, if you make the playoffs... Now what do you do at quarterback, Daniel Jones? You didn't pick up his option, and then you got Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley, great season, no bargaining power. Star power, no bargaining power. Do I franchise Daniel Jones? Do I say to Saquon Barkley, I got four years at $40 million. Hope you enjoy it. That's all we're giving you. Do I give Daniel Jones a four-year, $160 million deal? Oh, you went bigger. Well, I'm just looking at what the market is. He's not top-end market. Um, He's got talent. And I keep wondering, okay, if you have, like, who's their go-to wide receiver? Do they have a go-to guy for him? And getting consistency there, Brian Dable is a very good uh, coach. And maybe, and he does have talent, Daniel Jones is very athletic. Uh, In fact, I got a stat here for you. Let me see. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Let me see. Do I have something on Daniel Jones in here? With all my... Daniel Jones, the first player in NFL history with multiple rushing touchdowns of 10 or more yards, multiple passing touchdowns of fewer than 10 yards in a single game. I don't know if that means anything.
7: Woo! of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. This is the stat of the day.
3: Woo-hoo!
5: Yeah, boy. So, so Daniel Jones, he's going to run for 800 yards this year, but he's going to throw for 15 touchdowns and five picks. So let's say, let's say it finishes up with 20 touchdowns and seven picks. Okay, that's mediocre
3: at best yes, it in this is. NFL. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. But Jesus. if I have a quarterback who's going to rush for maybe 900 yards. Right.
5: But if you're Daniel Jones' agent, do you try to find some middle ground, like maybe Trubisky should have three years ago, two years ago with the Bears? Like, hey, man,
3: give me four for 90. We keep saying there has to be a sweet spot for the guy who knows just how good he is and how good and where he ranks with everybody else. If Mitchell Trubisky had said to the Bears, give me four 80 million dollars. That'd be a bargain. But that's why he's a backup quarterback in Pittsburgh now. These quarterbacks who go, hey, I'm next up. And you're like, no, you're not worth that kind of money. How about you then do something that gives you some kind of leverage where you say, I'm going to take, you know, $24 million a year. I'm going to do that four years. Can I get, uh, you know... X number of dollars, you know, 55 million guaranteed, whatever it is, that that way you fall into a sweet spot where you don't kill your team with the salary cap because then you can stay. Yeah, Paul. You know the guy who did that a couple
5: years ago? Ryan Tannehill. He yes. took four years, $91 million, and he got a $20 million signing bonus. It's basically all guaranteed. And so he's going to be worth $100 million in about two years.
0: Yes, Seton. He- yeah, but would you rather have Mitchell Trubisky at twenty five million a year or
3: Justin Fields at one point five? Fair point. Well, they did have a draft pick that they could use. <laughs> one can pass. Yeah, yeah, they had a draft pick that they they could use on a quarterback. Um, but you know what, Mitchell Trubisky is a better quarterback than Justin Fields. Justin Fields is an unbelievable runner. Like the, they line him up as a running back on one play. And he's going to end up with the most rushing yards for a quarterback in one season in NFL history. I don't know if that's a good thing. But he's he's exciting, but he's not a great quarterback yet. But you start to look around, who do they have? You no, know, Nothing. Yeah, Paul? A lot of people
5: yesterday said they should have sat Justin Fields once the game was over. You know, it's just gratuitous at this point. The only thing that can happen is he gets hurt because he's got to run the ball.
3: They're Everything not... is gratuitous for them I this think year. He,
5: I think he got sacked seven times. Would you sit him healthy scratch next week if you were running the Bears? No.
3: I I would reward him. I'd let him go get the all-time single season record. I'd let him surpass Lamar Jackson. Yes, I would. But, you know, you get coaches who have the philosophy of, hey, we're playing. We're going to play. You know, we need to play. Resting our starters, those kind of things. Does Jalen Hurts play next week? I th- I think you have to. By the way, my um <clears throat> Gardner Minshew fan club membership, uh I think I I, I traded that in. I think, I think it, as Paulie said, did your Gardner Minshew membership, fan club membership card lapse? I was in the, cl- I was in the club with you, big boy. And I was uh, like, hey, guilty as charged. I thought Gardner Minshew, come on, man. Come on. He's a starting quarterback in this league. Yes. <laughs> Uncle Rico. Uh,
0: this is sad. I feel. I'm, I, I'm, I like Gardner Minshew. I'm a little more emotional about this for you than I am, Paulie, and J.J. Watt <laughs> retiring.
3: It hit me a little harder oh, in the heart. I'm watching and I'm going, oh God. <sighs> yes, yeah, Marv.
8: Does this help Jalen Hurts' uh, MVP <laughs> probably, candidacy?
3: Probably. He's not he's not in the top three right now, MVP odds. Because it's uh Mahomes gonna win it, then it's Burrow, then Josh Allen. Let me take a break. Our good buddy Ross Tucker set to join us. He'll have all kinds of opinions right after this. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific
1: on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Byer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever
8: you get your podcasts. Four. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock.
3: You know that summer afternoon. We're coming into that time of the year. Be like, oh man, crack look, one, yes or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know Miller Light, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Light delivered right to your door, visit millerlight.com/patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Ninety-six calories per twelve ounces
1: Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos.
3: For entertainment purposes only, college football games today, the ReliaQuest. Mississippi State, Illinois. Mississippi State, giving... Three points. The Cotton Bowl, USC Tulane. Anybody want to guess on this one here? Yeah, Paulie? I I know the point spread on this one and was shocked by it. So was I. I have a theory. Go ahead. USC favored by two and a half over Tulane. New and improved Green Wave, who, by the way, have great uniforms. Yes, Yes. Yes, Paulie.
5: My theory is, and this is not really that deep, is that they are thinking, hey, USC is not in a – Bowl game that matters. They may be you know, mentally tapped out a little bit. Okay. While this is the biggest day in Tulane football recent history, you take on uh, national TV, Tulane at USC, you take them down, it's great for the program. This is their Super Bowl.
3: And you bring that up, and it's a great point. Because I was told a long time ago, when it comes to bowl games, bet on the team that has more to gain by winning a game. Not, not you know, a national championship, anything like that. I remember... Telling friends to apply this logic, Wyoming played UCLA years ago in a bowl game. And everybody said, oh, UCLA is going to crush them. And I said, this means the world to Wyoming. And I think Wyoming ended up winning that game. But you're right about that with Tulane. This is this is as big a game as Tulane has had in a long, long time. Yes, Mark?
8: Is this kind of like uh, the Boise State-Oklahoma Yeah where this was not a big deal to Oklahoma because they had national championship yes. aspirations yep. and Boise State this was their peak.
3: Penn State, Utah, Rose Bowl, Penn State is getting one against Utah. Yes, Paul. There
5: are some other great bowl games. That uh, Oregon North Carolina game was fantastic. Yeah. That Kansas Arkansas game was
3: nuts. I turned that game off 3 times. Everyone did. And every time I <laughs> turned it back on I'm like, be, "I'll be damned. Kansas is not leaving." They, that was fun. Yes, Todd.
4: Isn't there something to be said for pride, though, for USA? Because I'm the Heisman Trophy winner. We're a team that almost got into the Final Four. We're going to finish on a positive note and roll these guys.
3: This feels like a spring game for them, an exhibition game. Now, whether they might come out and blow them out, which they, they should, but I was surprised at, uh, Tulane is only a two-and-a-half-point underdog. Ross Tucker, CBS, Westwood One, color analyst. And uh,
7: were you on the call for anything this weekend? No, actually, I'll be on the call Saturday for the Chiefs and the Raiders on that Saturday doubleheader, but it was nice, actually, Dan. I was home on Christmas Eve. I was able to watch, I'm sorry, New Year's Eve, able to watch the college football playoff game. I think it was maybe my second weekend since August 5th, maybe, where I didn't have a game. It was kind of nice, actually, to just be a normal human being on some level.
3: All right, let me ask you this question. Speaking of the Raiders and the Chiefs, that'll be on Westwood one Saturday. If both were available, Derek Carr or Jimmy
7: Garoppolo, same
3: price, who would you take moving forward?
7: Oh, I would take Derek Carr. Yeah, and there are several reasons for that, I would say, Dan. The number one reason, though, is just the injury history. Yeah. Derek Carr, other than when he broke his leg that one year when they – went to the playoffs, he stayed very healthy and been very durable. Jimmy just hasn't. And also on some level, Dan, feels like whoever else Kyle Shanahan puts on an offense, you watch him and you're like, (laughs) this guy might be pretty, remember? CJ Beathard, Nick Mullins, like all the guys you're like, you know what? This guy, now it's Brock Purdy. <laughs> now Brock Purdy's the guy that we're like, is he a starter? That's a great a, point. It seems like almost everyone that's in that offense ends up playing pretty well. I'll take Derek Carr.
3: Okay, so what happened with Derek Carr? He was a healthy scratch, not going to play against the Chiefs, Let not scheduled to.
7: Why? Josh McDaniels and he were not a great fit for some unknown reason. You think it's um, over?
3: You think it's over?
7: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think once you make this move and you have him away from the team, like he wasn't even at the game. He's he's away from the team for these two weeks. It's tough to go back. He's got over $40 million fully guaranteed. If he's on the roster by some date, I don't know if it's February 15th or March 1st or whatever. So I think they're going to try to trade him. I think to be honest with you, it's funny Dan, because it's a bad look for Josh McDaniels because pretty much across the board, Everybody was on the same page. Derek Carr was a top 12, maybe top 10 quarterback last year. You know, after all the Gruden stuff happened without Devontae Adams, he led them to the playoffs. Heck, they were inside the 20 against the Bengals in the wild card round. So Derek Carr was coming off a really good year. It's why Devontae Adams wanted to go there. It's why the Raiders gave him a new contract. And then this year has just been bad. Really bad. The flip side of that, though, I guess, is Jared Stidham played so well yesterday yeah. that that helps McDaniel's case a little bit. But I'm wondering
3: about this in the off season. The Tom Brady question will be out there. Yeah, because if you said to Tom Brady, who looked unbelievable yesterday, they're going to host the Cowboys probably in the playoff game, and the off season coming up, could you see Tom Brady going to the Raiders? If Let's say he plays one more year, more likely to go to the Raiders or stay with Tampa Bay?
7: Dan, I'm going to take it a step further. I think Tom Brady will play next year, and I think Tom Brady will be a Raider. Now, there's a lot that has to happen, but I think it's more likely that he plays than doesn't. He doesn't sound like a guy that wants to retire, and I think it's more likely he goes to the Raiders. He's going to look at them and see – Josh McDaniels. They've got Chandler Jones and Max Crosby off the edge. Devontae Adams. He loves guys like Hunter Renfro. We know that Darren Waller at tight end. You know, they tried to make this happen a couple of years ago. Evidently, Dana White was trying to broker the deal with Mark. I Davis. I, I don't know how that happened or how that works, but I just think Brady would love to be in Vegas. He'd love to be with McDaniels. I think Mark Davis would love to have him. I think, McDaniels would love to have him because then it's year two. McDaniels needs to win. Brady always wins. I think there's a, it's not 100% or even 75%, but I think there's a decent percentage chance that it happens.
3: Because you're looking at Brady and you say, all right, you want to play, you want to play for a championship again. What place that's going to be open gives you the best chance to win a championship? I got Josh Jacobs, who was unbelievable this year. I got, you know, Adams. I got, you know, as you mentioned, Crosby, Chandler Jones. Like I, The one thing that appears to be missing is, you know, consistent play at the quarterbacking position. Not that I know that Tom can, but, you know, he's single. Put
7: him in Vegas. It's go time. Honestly, I, I would not be surprised at all. I think there's a decent chance it happens. And the way Brady played yesterday – I hope he keeps playing a couple more years if he can keep playing like that. Unfortunately, he hasn't played like that very much this year.
3: Well, it helps that uh, Mike Evans, it felt like, was open every single time that Tom threw the ball.
7: What was that? (laughs) I don't know. What was that? I mean, we've been talking (laughs) for weeks about how Steve Wilks has done such a great job as the Panthers interim coach, and he might get the head job. How you let Mike Evans get behind the entire defense, not once, not twice but three times they were up 14 nothing they were up 21-10 in the fourth quarter and they let it happen two more times oh there's Mike Evans down the right sideline oh wait there's Mike Evans down. I, that that was bizarre to me and probably allowed David Tepper that owner for the Panthers to dodge a bullet. I'm not sure, Dan, he really wanted to hire Steve Wilkes, but if you win the division, you have a home playoff game, you probably kind of have to. So maybe that allows Tepper now to hire the guy he really wants to, whoever that ends up being.
3: He's Ross Tucker, CBS Westwood One color analyst. He'll be on the call, Westwood One radio, Saturday, 430 Eastern Raiders and the Chiefs. All right. If you ran the Giants, what do you do with Daniel Jones? What do you do with Saquon Barkley?
7: Daniel Jones, at, at worst, I franchise tag him. And I had a guy come on my podcast this, this past week, Dan, uh, Michael Giannetti from Spotrack. He thinks Daniel Jones is going to get offered a lot of money if he hits the market. I agree. Wait, wait. wait. What's
3: a lot of money for Daniel Jones? Is he a $40 million a year guy?
7: So it's interesting because there really isn't any middle ground between like the high-end backups at 8 million and the guys making over 40 million, there's this huge wide chasm. I think Tannehill yeah. might be the only guy in between. And then guys like Geno Smith and Daniel Jones probably should be in that right? Like they should be like 25 million a year. Right? That, that's what they should get this offseason. Yeah. But it only takes one team. And Daniel Jones is young, he runs very well. And someone's going to look at that and say, you know what? He's never had a good old line He's never had good receivers. Yeah. And he led this team to the playoffs. He's done a really nice job. Guys like Daniel Jones, 26, coming off a season which they lead their team to the playoffs, they're healthy starting quarterback, they don't become available. How much would a team like the Commanders pay Daniel Jones to not only get him – as their quarterback, but then you leave the giants with nobody feels to me. Like if the giants can't get a deal done, they're going to have to franchise and they can't let them go to free agency. And what about Saquon Barkley? That's interesting, right? Cause they can't franchise both of them. My guess is they'll be able to get a deal done with one of them and franchise the other. I think they'll be able to get a deal done with Saquon. Cause I don't think there's as much of a market for Saquon mm-hmm. as people might think. The injury history, the position, and there's a lot of running backs that are going to be free agents. I mean, you mentioned Josh Jacobs with the Raiders. He's a free agent too. So there's a lot of guys that are going to be available at that position. I think the Giants probably get a deal done with Saquon who realizes, I mean, he's from like an hour and a half from New York, you know, in Northeast Pennsylvania. He likes it there. I think he understands the value of the marketing there in New York. They are now making the playoffs. I think if they give him a pretty good running back deal, I think he takes it and stays there.
3: Help me understand the Jim Harbaugh situation where you've gone to the Final Four, back-to-back years, haven't played for a national championship, and the rumors with the NFL, here they come again, that Denver reportedly is interested in talking to Jim Harbaugh. Last year, it was the Vikings. What's going on with Jim Harbaugh?
7: You know, last year, after the Vikings more or less turned him down, they decided they wanted to go in a different direction with Kevin O'Connell, which, by the way, has been a terrific hire. Harbaugh said, I'm done with the NFL. I want to be at Michigan for as long as they'll have me, blah, blah, blah. You know, the interesting thing is nobody really believes that because most guys don't like the recruiting part of it. And you know that, Dan. And now – It's not just the recruiting part of it. Now the transfer portal is ever-present. I mean, they've already lost a couple kids to Iowa, you know, that weren't playing quite as much as they wanted at Michigan. You got the NIL stuff. I just think most coaches with what's going on at the college level are going to be very intrigued by the NFL, where at least there's a set standard of rules and everybody knows – what the playing field is, I would not be surprised if he takes a head coaching job in the NFL. I think he'll probably get offered one. Good to
3: talk to you. Happy New Year to you. Thanks for joining us.
7: Always. Likewise. Happy New Year to you guys.
3: That's Ross Tucker, CBS Westwood One color analyst. We'll take a break. Your phone calls coming up next.
1: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
8: All right, everybody.
0: Include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies.
8: There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge.
9: Terms and conditions apply.
3: The beautiful game continues with Peacock Stream Premier League, including exclusive live matches, extended highlights and every game on demand. Next day, go to PeacockTV.com forward slash PL. Sign up now. Poll question. New poll question. Seton. Dan, we have a new poll question for you that
0: Paulie just sent over. Hmm. The Vikings are mm. a good team. Mm. Stink. I changed the wording there to make it a little more appropriate. Okay. Stink. All right. Or both.
3: All right. Are they a good team and stink at the same time? The Vikings are playing the Bears. Are they playing in Chicago? Yeah, I think so. Do you know what the point spread is there? What do you think the line is? Vikings, Bears in Chicago. Vikings, six and a half. Todd? Vikings, five and a half. All right. Seton? Three and a half. All right. Marvin? Eight and a half. I think the Vikings are one-point favorites against the Bears in Chicago. Yes, Paul? The
5: Vikings are going to host a playoff game, right? Yes, they And win the division? Yeah. Don't they feel like about the 15th best team in the league?
3: Well, I don't know where they are power rankings. They're 12 and four.
5: Okay, so any 12-win team should be probably top six in power rankings. Should be. But after what you saw yesterday, why would... They didn't do that comeback thing yesterday.
3: No, they're one of the great fourth quarter teams in the NFL. I think only the Cowboys are a better fourth quarter team scoring-wise. In the first three quarters, the Vikings' point differential is minus 97. In the fourth quarter, they're plus 72. The Cowboys are plus 76. A couple of phone calls uh, also our best and worst of the weekend. Joe in Ohio. Hi, Joe. Thanks for holding best and worst of the weekend.
10: Hi Dan, I had one worse, but I'm adding a worse since because of you. Uh, in classic Dan Patrick fashion, you're willing into existence. Marvin Harrison's going to leave Ohio State, and now I know where to direct my anger to. So thank you for that. Okay. Uh, now the
3: real. Now I'm not real, reporting that, Joe. It's a topic. That's all.
10: Trust me, it's just a hunch. I know, but you do this all the time, and I'm going to be mad at you. Okay. So that's all, right. All. all
3: right. All uh,
10: right. Now the real, the real <laughs> worst. Uh, one of the most soul-crushing Ohio State losses in my lifetime. And all the little things that ended up to, like, the poetic ending, right? The no targeting. The fourth down for Georgia that was turned to a first down. The greatest timeout in college football history. And then, the like, illegal motion. All of that for the ball drop and my stomach to drop. Life is pain. Life is a dark comedy.
3: Thank you, Joe. Once again, I just speculated, I gave you a hypothetical. And that is, if you're Marvin uh, Harrison, would you look at who the quarterback's going to be next year? Would you look around at USC? What's the name, image, and likeness? The NIL money there. We've seen that happen before. Would that be so? I mean, he's, a, he's one of the best players in football. And do you look around and go... How much fun could I have in Southern California playing for USC and Caleb Williams? You're losing C.J. Stroud. That's all. Now you have to apply these things. You would never do this before. Now you can. Now you should. Because you have a contract to play football. And, And, you know, in college, your contract is I can go someplace else if I want to. Every year. That's why I just, I the same thing I did with Drake May. And then it turns out there were two schools, and maybe one of them was Ohio State, who offered him $5 million to come and play quarterback for them. This shouldn't surprise anybody. Nathan in Texas joins us. Hi, Nathan. What's on your mind?
2: Hey, Dan. Uh, I got a best and worst of the weekend. I want to go back to two weeks ago when my birthday was Christmas Eve, and my Cowboys gave me my birthday present. The bad part about all that, I'm 25 years old. They haven't been to a championship game since (laughs) I've been alive. Now, that in itself is pretty sad. So, And with that being said, I have a pie-in-the-face bet if anybody wants to take it.
3: Oh, Nathan in Texas, here it is. Okay, not only will the Cowboys win out the
2: NFC East, but they will also make it to their first NFC championship in my lifetime.
3: Oh, so they're just going to the NFC title game.
2: Well, I mean, as Cowboys fans, we all know that's, like, <laughs> you know, that's, that's, all, that's all we're going to get, you know what I mean?
3: Nathan, you got to aim higher than that if anybody's going to take a bite on this.
2: Okay, okay, fine. I, I Okay, not only will they make it to the NFC championship game and win, they'll make it to the Super Bowl. Now, if they make it to the Super Bowl, that in itself is going <laughs> to make me cry a lot. So, now, I don't think we're going to win if we get the Bills or the Chiefs, but, I mean, he's
1: he, okay. only
3: always... Okay. Yes, Todd.
4: I will do two pies to his one <laughs> if the Cowboys are Super Bowl champions this year, if he's willing to go all in on his Cowboys.
3: Okay. There you go, Nathan. Todd, who never okay, gambles. I do not.
4: If, if Fritzy's going to be on this,
2: I love Fritzy. He's the best part of the show. If, if I'm going to go in on Fritzy, if I win, he has to wear a Cowboys jersey any one of his choosing, if I lose, I have to wear a Broncos jersey.
3: Well, there has to be. We don't know who you. Fritzy's on a national show wearing a Cowboy jersey. I don't know what you're doing, Nathan, in Texas. Oh, well, I'm about to do laundry. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Fritzy will take the bet. He would wear the jersey and nothing else. Wow. Uh, but you have to uh, take uh, a pie to the face if the Cowboys don't win the Super Bowl.
2: Okay, that sounds awesome. All right, there you go. Let's do
3: it. So, Todd, you're going to wear a Cowboys jersey and nothing else. Nothing else. I love it. Socks, man. We all win. Uh, best and worst of the weekend, Todd. I'll start with you. Okay, my best and
4: worst of the weekend, our best. Luka Doncic scores 51 against the Spurs Saturday, <laughs> as well as 60 points, 21 boards, 10 assists versus the Knicks last Tuesday, first in NBA history with 250 points, 50 boards, 50 assists over a five-game span. That's ridiculous. Worst, Michigan's defense giving up 51 to TCU in the festival, including two 18-point deficits, 21-3, 34-16.
0: All right. See you O'Connor. My best of the weekend, Mike Evans yesterday, balled 207 yards, three touchdowns, great comeback win. He's quietly had a sort of underperforming yet amazing first ballot Hall of Fame career. Yes,
3: he has. I looked at the numbers a couple of weeks ago. And Very strange how he
0: could be disappointing, but a first
3: ballot Hall of Fame. Yeah, you don't realize it until you add up the numbers and you're like, wow, he's the the career arc is certainly headed in that direction. Uh, My worst of the weekend
0: is Jarrett Stidham, and not for the reason that you think, but more not because of how he played, but because he didn't deserve that. Dude puts up 365 yards, three touchdowns. He puts up the the Raiders put up 34 points against the 49ers, and he has one bad play. He took the 49ers to overtime, and one bad play cost him the game. He played he played far too well to uh, lose that game. Marvin,
8: best of the weekend. Tennessee's Joe Milton Mm. III, three touchdowns and a 31-14 win over Clemson. That'd
3: be Joe Milton Jr., the third.
8: Obviously. And then um, other best of the weekend, Daniel Jones, all-pro running back, 11 carries, 91 yards, two rushing (laughs) touchdowns.
5: (laughs) Uh, Paulie? Oh, I got a bunch, Dan. I got the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. Great game by East Carolina's Holton Aylers, five touchdowns. Let's throw it over to uh, the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, Dan? Nick Patty, P A T T I, fifth year senior, got in and brought him back. Uh, tough for Dorian Thompson Robinson in UCLA. He got hurt mm-hmm. at the end. Mm-hmm. And then my new favorite college football player, Bucky Irving, running back for Oregon. This kid's nuts. Remember Noel Devine a few years ago with mm-hmm. West Virginia more yeah. than a few years ago? Yeah. I, I don't know if that's the player comp, but this guy's insane. Mm-hmm. Bucky Irving for Oregon. Oregon had a great bowl game against North Carolina. Yeah.
3: Back to Luca. Now, aside from you know the Wilt Chamberlain era when he was averaging 50 points a game, this is as good a five-game stretch as we've had in NBA history because not only scoring, rebounding, and passing, where I like Greg Popovich saying, you know, what, hey, what was the goal? And he said to hold Luka under 50. He had 51. <laughs> but they're winning as well. Do I think it's sustainable? I don't because... It feels when you watch the Mavs, you're going, wait, he's doing this with who? And he, do, he doesn't have big names there. And he has some quality players, but, but he doesn't have that running mate. And most of these players, like you know, if he had a Jalen Brown, somebody like that, or look at these teams who have that second guy, you got to have a second guy. If you're going to win a championship, compete for a championship. And he doesn't have that. But when you watch... It's like, I don't know how he does it. I mean, he's averaging 34 a game. And he never looks fast, never looks like he's in a hurry, never looks athletic. It's just, you kind of go, wait, he's got how many points or how many rebounds, how many assists? Been incredible. Final hour coming up, more of your phone calls on this Monday. Best and worst of the weekend after this. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Owning a Mercedes-Benz EV isn't just extraordinary, it's extra easy. With full remote access to your vehicle from your phone via the Mercedes Me Connect app, the vehicles are all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is all yours. Learn more. MBUSA.com EQ.